Gray Fox. Praise games. Kept you waiting, huh? Hello and welcome to Grey Fox Plays Games, the video games podcast where a bunch of friends every fortnight jump on a podcast and you never guess what they talk about, politics and taxes. No! Video games, what we love, what we hate and all that sweet, sweet fandom in between. Join me on the pod this week. Michael is away. He is doing Michael things, but he had a stag party and I want you to know he had a damn good one. Was also in attendance of that stag party is the party that I have on this podcast today. So I'll start off with our trophy man, a man who does things by his own rules. When he opens up his phones, iTunes says, we'll accept your terms and conditions. Mr. Alex Hemming, how are you doing, sir? <laughs> if, if only it were true. If only. I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I am sterling. I am um, uh, recovered from an excellent stag party. We're all over in Spain. It was glorious. So we'll talk about that with Mikey. It's wonderful time. He's back on the pod. And I'll bring in our producer, our man in the chair, the man who sat out the last one. But again, he plays by his own rules. When he goes to school 20 minutes late, the school apologises for opening up early. John Moles, how are you doing, sir? I'm good. Thank you very much. I'm good. Yeah, fresh off the plane from the party. It's good. <laughs> Where'd you go with North I don't know. Party! Uh, yes, almost two weeks ago, and I want to go back. Let's do it again. Let's just do it again. Let's just make it like my legs still hurt. <laughs> yeah, we played football like old men for the first time. Like I, I, I legitimately hadn't played football with an adult person for about eight years, and it was just fun. It was just fun, wasn't it, boys? It and it was wasn't lovely. any normal football either. Because that, that would be hard enough. There's in giant inflatable balls involved. <laughs> My back. Anyway, gentlemen, you know what's better than stag parties? Video games. Uh, answer me this question's free. What have you been watching? What have you been uh, gaming on? What have you been reading if you're cultured like that? I'm going to switch it up and go to the man in the chair first and ask Mr. Moles, what have you been doing in those worlds? What have I been doing? I've been, I've been watching a lot on Netflix, binging you've, on Dharma. You've been, you've been flicking it. We've been flicking it. Binged on Dharma. That was an eye-opener. That was, uh, yeah, less said of that, the better. But they have they have just announced that they're going to do two more series. Series? Two more series. Series? It's a plural. Anyway, they're doing two more series of this murderer show, but obviously different murderers. So off the back of the success of the Dharma one. So... Netflix have got more budget to do more serial killing. Right, you Fun know the time. dude who you know the main dude, Evan Peters, who plays like the guy in it, mm. right? He plays a lot of fucked up people in various TV shows. At what point did he just go, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna lean into it. If you want a w- creepy weirdo, I'm your guy. <laughs> because he does a creepy weirdo very well. You know, he's a typecast certain people into certain roles. There yeah. you go. He's he's the man, the man for the job. The man for the there job. Well, what, have you been, what have you been playing or reading? Um, I haven't been reading much, to be honest. I don't really do much reading. I'm, uncouth, I'm a bit uncouth like that. Not very civilised. And plan-wise, um, just just mentioned it before we started. I've been binging on a lot of the extra games that have been coming out on P- on the PS Network. Yeah. A lot of my kids Love have been it. going, oh, I want to play that one. We'll play that one for like 20 minutes. So I've been downloading this for hours, 20 minutes. They're bored of it. So... Oh, well, get on with yeah, it. Yeah, that's where streaming could help if it wasn't so shit. It could, if 
if I could be bothered to pay the extra and get a decent internet connection. Ah, oh, I see. Yeah, I see. it's not good. Enough. What what games you've been in, trying to get your kids hooked on? Oh, so uh, I try try to get them into some of the Lego games. So the Lego oh, DC nice. Villains was one that I tried. Um, that and they, great. yeah, they were. It's quite fun. The Lego games are great. Okay, who doesn't love the Lego games? Um, but they, they they don't really know superheroes that well. I've got two girls; they're not really into it. They're into horses and ponies and unicorns. So I need to find some more games like that. Then they might be interested in it. Um, hmm. Yeah, Crash Racing. That was a that was a good one. My youngest didn't really understand it. You have to stay in the middle of the track. just going around the edges on the barriers that was quite fun um and i also tried um just for old time's sake the tetris the tetris game oh so good you tried tetris effect yeah it is like that mrs was like why are you playing tetris on the big screen on a big screen i was like just watch five minutes and all the effects (laughs) and the sounds and it's like yeah it's new age tetris so i tried that out um other than that it is pretty good other than that i haven't been playing much but i am looking forward to God of War comes out at the end of the week, boys. It's, it's actually it's God of War out. Day today. today. Today's the day. It is today. I yeah, I got my the, rag, the rag has been dropped. Do you know what's happened, didn't you? I've got my dates the wrong way around. Oh, you've done... Oh, no. I've done, I've done US, UK format. Yes, okay. It's today. I, I shall be playing that very soon and reporting back. Love it, love it. On the PSN front, actually, I've been doing similar to yourself, trying to get my kids into it. And um, I found, so uh, there was a comic book based on Power Rangers uh, a couple of years ago, which I've not read yet, which is on my my reading list. This is the concept, okay? Oh, Power Rangers, you grew up watching it, right? Did you, are we fans of Power Rangers? Does it sit high in your childhood or is it not a thing? Only the original series, anything else can kiss my ass. (laughs) <laughs> I agree with you. The original show, Chef's Kiss, and the movie tie-in with Ivan Ooze. Oh, yes. Yeah, Mr. Ooze. Right, top yep. tier. Love it. Anything yeah, right. after that. It's bullshit. Yeah, there we go. No, ca- Not canon. Not, not in my head canon. Anyway, so the concept is, is that every iteration of the Power Rangers is canon. They're different universes. They're all connected via what they call the power grid, which is a way of every Power Ranger gets their power from. They just don't know it. And in this comic book called Shattered Grid, there is an evil version of the Green Ranger going from universe to universe and killing the Power Rangers to get their power. Wow. Right? This sounds fucking dope. And I was like, oh, my God. And I've seen some of the artwork for it. It's brilliant. Um, I think Bang Comics uh, distributors of this. And it's just like, this sounds incredible. There's a video game version of this called Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, and it is on PSN. It is a fighting game. Think of it as a really poor man's injustice with Power Rangers. And I've been my kids, my kids love Power Rangers. It's on Netflix. Unfortunately, as far as they're concerned, fucking Dino Fury or whatever it's called, that's their generation for them. Like they love that one. Whenever I say nana kids, kids, this is the shit. Let's let's go back. Let's let me take you back to a time when Power Rangers were primary colours. The antagonists were basically evil eighties bullies, and there was a questionable robot that's probably problematic nowadays, giving them <laughs> guidance, and an old man that was grooming them. Probably anyway. Let's not go down that. But look at the Z- the Zed guy because he's got a brain for a head. Um, we've been getting into that. It's actually been really fun. The control system is okay. Look, it's no street fighter. It's no mortal Kombat. It's no soul caliber. Hell, it's not even, I can't even think of another, I'm not going to throw shade at another fighting game. Sorry. It's just not that great in terms of controls, but 
the kids love it. So there you go. Sorry, it's a very long-winded way of saying the Power Rangers fighting games are right for kids. Anyway, Alex Ooh. Hemming. Hello. Our trophy man. How many trophies have you won since we last spoke to you? I, I don't keep track of the individual trophies. I think the only platinum that I've got is The Last of Us. Um, I think that's the only one I got since. Didn't manage to do Hot Wheels. I said I was going to do that, but it turns out it's grindier than I gave it credit. So that might be on the back burner for a bit. Uh, but that also is because I've been... Well, let's just put it this way. Michael Carden Edwards is a hell of a salesman. He oh, got that, me... That snap. He got me to try Marvel got Snap. Got the snaps. And I, I, am, too, I too have been playing it, but it just... Yeah, you guys uh, in the conversations is unbelievable. I'm I'm completely... I'm, I'm balls deep, boys. I'm in. <laughs> I, it's, it's I have too got much to swear about an absence. Okay, <laughs> let's put it down to one question. Okay, yeah, go have you paid money yes. for anything? Right, yes, I have. Yes, that, I have. You're that yeah. deep in. That's yeah, I it. bought the I bought the season pass. I was like, I'm not going to buy this season pass, and then I realised I was at level fifty two, and if I bought the season pass, I just unlocked everything. For that season. All the things. And I was like, I'd be a fool not to pay for this. <laughs> and and I, I did. So it's got me. It is so addictive. I can't I first played it and I thought, what's what's the fossil about? Because your first set of cards aren't that exciting. They're all basic bitch cards. They don't really do anything. They've got no powers. And then you just unlock a few. And you get that This game moment. was made in a lab. It, it was. was. made in a lab, Hemming. It was designed by top men and women <laughs> to make you addicted to it. It's... I, I was playing it myself, and I was like, you know, I feel like, yeah, I can't remember what it was. There's always a Simpsons quote. And I think it was um, Lisa was just like, oh, look at this stupid game. Oh, look, I'm winning. Oh, look, oh, I suppose I'll play the next level. Oh, oh, I suppose. Then before you know it, it's been 45 minutes. You care about your deck so much that you're like, oh, my God, what's the next guy? And I think I think I figured out what makes it so good. They have focused on not – the rules are very simple. It's just like a card yeah, game, right? The, the highest number wins. It's, no, it's not reinventing the wheel on that, but – it is making every experience within that as enjoyable as possible. So every sound, every animation, every piece of artwork, everything is like the best version it can be of this. I work in a lot of product development for product management geeks. This is the difference between a minimal viable product and a minimal lovable product. This product is fucking lovable with every interaction. If they'd done an MVP approach, it would never have done any of that shit. It would have just gone, right, it's just a card game. Just put your card down, that's it. But they thought about everything from the sounds to Seriously. the bills, everything. Beautiful, chef's kiss. Yeah, each individual card like has its own individual animation when you pull it out. There'll be some that will fire off a laser as you're dragging it into position. Little uh, delighted. Just little things like that, that just every time, the little dopamine, your brain just kicks off and goes, well, I like this. I want more of that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's it's completely got me. I'm what, hooked in. What, what we need to know, Hemming, is mm. what what levels what levels are you at at the minute? Oh my gosh. Okay. This, this, right. this, 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 your levels. I mean, this is where we, uh, Mike, excuse me, Mike, listener. Mikey's not here, so, but we know he, he had it <laughs> yeah, but also, everyone. Henning's the kind of gamer that will, you'll go, oh, dude, I'm playing this game. You go, oh, that's cool, man. Good for you. Oh, yeah, I'm going to try it as well. And then you speak to him next and go, oh, how you find it? Yeah, I've not only platinumed it, I've completed it, and I'm yeah, probably better just, than you at it. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I, I oh, do have been playing. I'm sorry. <laughs> go on. I do have been playing a bit. And I was like, what am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. I still don't know what I'm doing. And I said, I, I sent a, a message to Mike. It's like, you know, this snap game, help me out, bruv. 
Well, he starts reeling off all these terms, and I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> I still have no idea what you're talking about. All right, Heavy, tell us, put us out of our misery. Cool. Where are you at? Well, tell us the strength I'm, of your character. I'm collector level 384. Well, if that means like, anything. That's the, so that's green the green one? number at the top. I can say that again. 300. 384. So that's okay. the basically every time you upgrade a card and get like the new animation or the new version of the card, you get a collector point, and I've got 384 collector points. Okay, I'm on 168. It's not that far behind. No, sound that far behind. That's like, yeah. He's obviously played it twice as much. Hemi's paid to play. I, right, I yeah. am paid to play now. Season yeah. pass level. Go on, season pass. Season You're pass. basically on a new It only just started. <laughs> I'm, I'm season pass level five at the minute. Okay. Right. Here, me, Elon Musk are sitting there on their phone just going, oh, pay to play, $8 a month, people. Play. He's on pay. We've got to cut our staff because we need to focus. Yeah, half, 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 half we're half half being laid off, right? Hey, man, screw, that, screw that. I don't mean my £8 a month for a blue tick. I'm going to pay £8 a month and just get myself like a Black Panther card. That's what I'm all about. <laughs> so and also yeah because they, they're gonna they basically got to follow the mcu's release calendar aren't they so we've got wakanda forever coming out next week which i can't wait for um and on top of that you've got to have the tv shows and the other movies coming out and it's just a license to print money what, isn't it exactly Massive. why wouldn't you do that they should make an avengers game like that for console uh absolutely oh, don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. anyway what else should we be playing Harry? <laughs> That's been my main game of late, to be honest with you. Um, I've been diving back into cyberpunk and enjoying that. I did manage to find Sir John Fallow Stiff, which is your your lovely dildo friend, as you uh, managed to find it. <laughs> I couldn't quite believe it when I got it. I was like, yeah, this is, this is as Flint described it. It is ridiculously powerful, and you just whack people around the face with it. It makes a hilarious dong noise as well. It's the fact that the the PS5 controller constantly vibrates while you're holding it. Like You've got that haptic feedback. That, that's what the haptic feedback was made for, right? That is exactly yeah, what exactly. it was made for. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, I think so. The, the only thing is, there'll be someone in an R and D department over at Sony who was putting together all these different prototypes, and they'll go, "Well, we can't." spend all this money making all these different prototypes. I'm just going to go fucking bonkers on lovehoney.com and just stick them in the, <laughs> stick them in the controls. And we'll figure out what feel we want from that and then build yeah, that. Yeah, we'll work it out. Um, but yeah, apart from that, which I'm very much enjoying, I am going to be diving right into Ragnarok pretty much as soon as this podcast finished because I've got it downloading as we speak. Love it, love it. Um, so on the playing front for myself, uh, while we're away over in sunny Spain, uh, the DLC for Resident Evil Village dropped. Uh, the Ethan Winters expansion as part of the Gold Edition. Part of that Gold Edition, if you already own Resident Evil Village, it's sixteen ninety nine to upgrade. You get three modes. You get the Shadows of Rose DLC, uh, which is essentially a said uh, extra part of the story. Now. People know I'm a massive Resident Evil super fan. Raccoon City's not a place, it's a people. Um, but um, I've got to say, I'm, I'm, a bit, I'm, gonna not, I'm not going to drop any spoilers, but I'll basically say I'm a bit disappointed with the story. So at the end of Resident Evil 8, it's not a spoiler at this point, it's over a year old, um, you find out that Rose is uh, now an adult. It's now 16 years later and that she has powers, that's all you know. And essentially the storyline of the game is she uses her abilities to enter the consciousness of the mega my seed um if you know the game that that will make sense to you if you don't it's basically it's a way to make her in the event uh, go time travel back to the places of resident evil village without fucking up anything basically in terms of storyline and there were so many threads 
in Resident Evil 8 to finish off. The BSAA, there was a bit where Chris Redfield was like, there's BSAA agents, we're going to go deal with that. Nope, don't bother dealing with any of that. Um, we're going to just find out what the hell is going on with uh, with the remains of the village after it was bombed. Nope, not going to do any of that. Uh, we're not even going to really finish off Rose's story. Um, so it's about three and a half hours long. Hey, it's got some interesting elements. Very Evil Within vibe. Definitely a free lasagna territory in terms of, uh, you know, it's okay. But what I will say, it's saving grace, is the additional orders on mercenary mode. Mm, I wanted to know Um, about this. It's giving you more characters to play as in... This should have been on base game. Let's let's be fucking frank. This should have been on the base game. You're selling something that should have been on the base game. Um, And also, it's probably going to piss you off, Miles, is that you don't get them at the launch you have to unlock them by completing the level Ooh. as an s rank what with a previous character oh yeah. my god i couldn't oh s rank was too hard <laughs> you've got to get s rank as so you get you get um chris in every level you have to complete it with chris at s ranking to then unlock heisenberg you then have to complete it oh, with heisenberg shit. to then unlock lady d as s now that's a bit shitty considering you've already paid for this dlc everyone has paid people have paid to want to play as the big lady that's what they've yeah. paid for yeah they want to be crushed by the big lady and look down and hope they can see down her cleavage and go god damn it they've removed it <laughs> <laughs> also i keep getting completion points to spend in the store but i've bought everything in the store so are they going to release more things for me to buy in the store? It's kind I of pointless. at this point. And so, yeah, that yeah, just seems like an oversight. It's kind of weird. I mean, I've not bothered with the third-person view in the main game because, quite frankly, I, I'm not crying out for it. I don't. The reason for me to come back to Resident Evil Village main story, because I've done it in every mode. I've done it in every uh, village, uh, sh- village of Shadows mode. I've done it all for in building up towards the Platinum. I I've got no reason to want to come back. Third-person mode is not enough for me to want to do it. That being said, uh, Shadow of Rose, the DLC, that's all third-person. And I can handle that because it's a different character. It's a different story. There's also different gameplay mode. She has abilities, and that's why um, it works. It just works quite nicely. Mm. Um, you know, but I'm a, I'm a massive Resident Evil fan. It's just a, it's just a great bit of fun. Um, is it worth $16.99? Probably not. Um, and, yeah, if you get it on sale, get it on sale. But in all honesty... Like, if Resident Evil 9 picks up after the events of Rose or Shadows of Rose, just go on YouTube and find someone quickly explaining the story. Or, you know what, they'll probably do an explainer at the start of it anyway. Um, Also, I've had a bit of a Resident Evil uh, week. Um, When I got back from, I keep mentioning the stag party. When I got back from the stag party, my wife said, I got you something. And I was like, oh, what'd you get me? And she goes, I put it on our our movie account. So I opened up our, our Amazon it must have been. It was on sale. Uh, Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City, Moles. Uh, when when it first that. came out, I was very, very like, "No, nah, it's a pile of shit." They fucking ruined it. They've raped the storyline again. They've taken a great storyline, absolutely fucked up. But I approached it with a different angle this time because my wife wanted to watch it with me. She goes, "You love Resident Evil stuff." I saw it. I thought I'd get it for you. Watch it together. All right, cool. Um, and I was like, "Okay, I'm going to treat this as a B movie." with a B-movie cast, B-movie effects, and a B-movie story. I had a great time thinking it at that lens, as in like, you know what? It's supposedly Resident Evil City, but they couldn't afford to do it in the city, so they made it a little town. It was supposed to be like these amazing, larger-than-life characters with amazing dialogue and actors. The most famous person was Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp. 
Oh, and uh, Stephen Armel's cousin, you know, the guy who plays Arrow, he got his cousin. They couldn't afford the actual Arrow, you know, <laughs> sort of thing. So if I look at it from that, it's okay. It's a bit cheesy. And if you don't care about, if you don't come at the lens of, oh my God, you're raping a beloved law of a franchise I love and just say, hey, it's an interpretation of it. It's pretty bad, but who cares? You've got to have a much better time than I did when it first came out. Um, so there you go. That's my my uh, my little uh, movie recommendation off of that. And I suppose just to, uh, to finish off with the reading part, it's uh, DC's Halloween events. And DC have done a crossover event called DC versus Vampires. You'll never guess what it's about. It follows the Batman rules, so I'm allowed to read it. Uh, it's pretty good. Basically, vampires have infiltrated the world and half of the Justice League are vampires and I won't spoil anything else. It's pretty fucking good. Um, so, gentlemen, I think we are sufficiently lubricated up. The Fox is in. Okay, we really, we really should invest in. Some there music. is music. I always put the music in the background, so that's why it just sounds like I'm singing over it, even though you can't hear it. Uh-huh. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, let's talk about some news. Um, Gears of War. Talking about movies and things like that. Uh, there's finally been actually announced a Gears of War movie. This has been floating around for a long time. Dave Batista has been a driving force for the last ten years, basically saying like make a Gears of War movie, cast me as one of the main people in this, I will help fucking fund this, make it happen. I don't actually think he's involved in the Netflix adaptation. This is what I was confused by, yeah. Because he's been the main man going, just make me Marcus Phoenix, I will grow a goatee, I am down for this. (laughs) But they've not not apparently brought him in, at least not yet. If he is not, like people will be like, will be, doing petitions to Netflix to do this. Now, Netflix, to be fair, are going... It makes me laugh, right? So Netflix went on this whole thing of trying to buy very established IP and doing sequels or TV show equivalents of them on their platform. So uh, Lemony Snicket's Series of Unfortunate Events, they they purchased the rights to make that TV show. It was very expensive, didn't work out, canned it after three seasons. They'd done a deal with Marvel uh, back in 2013. They'd done the Defenders TV show. So you had Daredevil, you had Punisher, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, for what it's worth, Daredevil's top tier, the goat, the, uh, the goat when it comes to TV superhero things. Watch it. If you haven't watched it, why are why are you watching this? Why are you listening to this? Go watch Daredevil on Disney Plus now. Anyway, that aside, it was very expensive to produce. Again, they cancelled it. So then they're like, okay, we need to be sustainable with our model. Uh, we're going to focus on original content. So they started doing shows like The Crown. They started doing shows like Bridgerton. No, all great stuff. And now they're going back to just spending a shitload of money on licenses for properties that might not get in the eyeballs. Anyway. Let's not question how it's here. It's here. There's going to be a Gears of War movie. Hemming, are you excited about this? I have only ever played a little bit of Gears of War 1, so I don't know a lot about this franchise. I want but- the advert. You remember that first advert they done with um, Mad World? Yes, it was incredible. Make that a movie. Yeah, it was amazing. I have heard that the story is actually really good within this game, uh, within this series as a whole, with a few quite emotional, touching moments, considering it's all just big, beefy boys hiding behind shoulder-height cover. Lots of squatting. A lot of squatting behind stuff. Those boys' glutes. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Gears of War, more like Gears of Peaches, know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> but I... Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, but the casting's got to be good. And I mean, Dave has been such a big 
force that it just feels like it'd be wrong if he's okay. not in it that, as the main guy. Throw the money at this. It Eight for Tease. They get Michael Bay directing it. Oh, Christ. It'll just, just, be, just be a slow motion fest <laughs> and people running around in bikinis, which quite frankly is all these movies. <laughs> Basically. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I'm, Miles, I'm are you looking a Gears forward War to man? No. <laughs> no. No. All right, moving on. Something you are a man moving of, though, on swiftly. is... Just backtrack on the whole IP making series and films. I can't really think of a movie or a series that has been an adaptation of a video game that has actually been a redounding success. Oh, like, yes, it's, that, well, there's, there's examples, but it'll be determined success. Commercial success the only one, or critical the, success. The commercial successes I can think of is the, the latest two Sonic Yeah, yeah. I was about to say. Sonic's done well. The Castlevania. Rampage, believe oh, it or yeah, not. Rampage. The Rock movie. That done very well. Yeah. The Rock. Castlevania yeah, that's animated just it's well. The rock. It's just the Rock playing yeah. The Rock. This, I, I can't see past that nowadays. I just don't mm, enjoy it. Fair enough. Uh, the Mortal Kombat remake for HBO Max has done well enough to get a sequel. All the one for a couple of years. Yeah, but back. still, does that? Yeah, the, the bar's low. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I can't think of bar, a TV bar. series at all. Actually, thinking about it, I think the Last oh, of Us will be the first. Like the I hope series. so. They've, they've got the things like the yeah, Last so. of Us. There was the Tekken one that Flint, Flint recommended. There's the Cyberpunk ones. They're all kind of near mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, the bar's low. Quite frankly, I'm, I'm hoping for the Metal just, Gear movie to be the the first real sort of like that's a fucking good film. Oh, it just happened to be based on a video game. Do you remember all the hype they had for the Halo series? <laughs> that died oh to death, God. didn't it? Yeah. Wow. Have you watched it? Have you watched it? <laughs> I saw the first two episodes. I, I watched one episode and just went. It's not worth. It looked a bit, even though like it's got all the money in the world, it still looked budget. Mm. It looked like they were basically just playing the video clean. game. <laughs> mm. It looked very clean to me. I don't know what it was. It was some weird Instagram filter that they had on that. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> it didn't didn't so, click. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, moving, moving on. on. Well, something moving you are on. a fan of. Uh, you every time we we talk about the goats in video games, you are never far away from a Mass Effect part of that conversation, Mister Moles. Like uh, Bioware have been teasing a fifth Mass Effect game um, now. You know, I think Mass Effect is at a crossroads. Um, Three was okay. Andromeda, was that what it's called? The fourth yeah, one? Andromeda, um, yeah. Andromeda. Yeah. I never played it. What was Andromeda like? I heard just lots of bad things. I think it got it, it got frowned upon because it wasn't Mass Effect 3. Or, you know, it wasn't canon from 3. It was just a bunch of people going off into the stars and people just like, oh, it's, yeah. it's kind of... A different game in all. It was name. a completely different set of characters, and it was on launch so buggy. There were so many bugs in it because it was built by a subsidiary studio. It wasn't built built by the main team. They basically farmed uh, it off they, to the juniors. They, they Arkham Origins it basically, yeah, and it showed because there's just so many. There's even a famous line in it right early on where the character goes, "I apologise for my face not moving much. I am tired." It's like, what? Hold on. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, it would have been funnier if it was like, we apologise for my face not moving much. We lost a lot of the budget in the last game. Yeah, that would have been more <laughs> honest. Is it, is it a bit like free going and he goes, catch free? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, Moles, okay, you are a Mass Effect man. 
what has this got to do? What has the Mass Effect 5 got to do to be able to be held in the same regard as the original trilogy? Uh, what it's got to do, it would be good if it was canon. Now, the latest tease, they showed what it looked like uh, a man-made built Mass Effect relay. So it's like, oh, hold on a minute. Are we going to go into galaxy travel again? Interesting. But then what's the threat going to be this time? That's what they nailed in the la- in the in the previous canon. It was the like the major enemies. So if they can get another one somewhere from some reason, um, and they nail the big threat to the galaxies, if they do that right, then we it was the Reapers, winner. wasn't it? In the first three games, it was the re- It was the yeah, the Reapers and the Collectors would be working and the the Geth. So yeah, and the, yep. So, a new species, a new threat to the galaxies and the universe. We shall see yeah. what happens. I do like the fact, because at the end of three, there was multiple endings, but the main one was all technology is now kaput. So now, obviously, we're starting to bring technology back in with the latest teasers um, and more man-made technological things. Who knows what's going to happen? I hope it's canon. I would like to see some familiar faces, but maybe not as the main antagonist. Fair enough. Hemming, what's, uh, what has it got to do for number five to be up there with the originals? <clears throat> oh, God, to be up there with the originals is going to be a tough order. Um, but, I mean, what Moles has said, I'm pretty much on board with all of that. Uh, with familiar faces, that teaser that they've just dropped did have, uh, I think they confirmed it was Liara, who was one of the main characters in Mass Effect 2 onwards who was working with the i can never remember the name now what was the name of the uh, secret agent guy that kind of had all the secrets can't remember his name <laughs> the, the shadow that it's like the shadow stuff. broker or something shadow, like yeah. that That's shadow good, broker. broker so she was working with him uh, and there's talking with the council so there's a count the council are still there apparently i <laughs> i would just need it to have interesting worlds to explore again because that's one of the things that I felt like in Andromeda especially it was just empty it was just empty worlds of pointlessness and I loved just being Commander Shepard wandering through the Citadel telling every single shop that it was my favourite that was my thing let me just do stuff like that the shit out of everything that was absolutely yeah <laughs> fair enough so basically uh, if you're listening bioware more expedition make it canon and let me fuck that everything that walks then you've got a game you're in <laughs> uh, okay so let's move on so this year we saw the launch of the updated playstation plus um on playstation plus though that was basically a combination of playstation plus with playstation now lots of great streaming things um however we've finally got our first set of subscription numbers and the big takeaway is that since launch playstation plus has lo- has lost 2 million subscribers. Now, on paper, you go, holy fuck, that's a lot of people, Adam. And I'd say, yeah, you're right. Um, but bear in mind, we are talking about hundreds of millions of people that are using this platform, and these numbers are very comparable to Game Pass. Now, PlayStation is in a new world, that new world being people, instead of just having this as a commodity that people use all the time, they're using this to chime in and out depending on their interest. Netflix are in a similar position. Any streaming service, when they have peaks and troughs, there are people... Um, I'm the sort of person that just signs up for a service and then fucking forgets about it. I'm not very savvy. You're the one that they want. I'm a savvy person. (laughs) 
I'm a day one guy, right? I'm a day one and forget them guy, right? Fucking the only thing that I churn off is when my bloody credit card expires. Moles, on the other hand, you're quite a astute person. You'll chime in and out. You'll you'll use Netflix, come off Netflix, and depending on the content, there's a lot of people that are doing that with PlayStation. So although it sounds horrific, it's actually just now the the reality that people will be chiming in and out depending on what's on rotation and off rotation. Yeah, it's a cost of living thing as well. The world is getting more and more expensive. People are watching what they're buying, watching what they're subscribing to, and making choices accordingly. So yeah, I'm not surprised at all. If you think of it this way as well, so the the amount of content that goes onto these services, you can't absorb all the content every month. No. Impossible. So what do you do? You let it build up. You let the content build up, bounce onto a service for a month or two, binge the hell out of it, whether it be watching stuff, whether it be playing stuff. And then you go, okay, well, I've had my 20 quid's worth over the last month or so. I'll cancel. Oh, I've got something else on another service. You just bounce around. Nothing wrong with that. No, no, completely agree. Bounce and binge. Yeah. Bounce and binge. Bounce and binge. Um, yeah, I thought it just be, it was newsworthy. A lot of people were were reporting on that one. Let's no, talk about sure. video games, though. So, uh, Dying Light. Uh, if we we'll do an end of year pod at some point, and this will this will definitely fall under the category of I thought I was going to really like it, and I was really hyped. Then I played it, and it was pretty shit. Uh, that's, where I put, <laughs> that's a category. In that category, <laughs> in that category, I would put Dying Light to stay human, and for obvious reasons, I said it when I reviewed it earlier on in the year that this game could have been released ten minutes after Dying Light One. There's not really anything pushing the envelope. It doesn't feel next. Sorry. I need to push my glasses up my nose again. It doesn't feel very next gen. Um, it's nothing great about it. However, they are starting to release DLC, the first DLC patch as part of their roadmap. Gents, I know you love a roadmap. Um, this is part of that first step going forward. So interesting. It's called Bloody Ties DLC. Now, let me tell you about some of the DLC that uh, Dying Light 1 had. It had loads. They had this, uh, it had loads, but the first DLC was a... Uh, gladiator-style arena where people would fight each other to the death. And then they'd done lots of cool stuff. Anyway, this DLC, Blood Ties, nothing like that. Oh, go for okay? it. Well, ex- explain nothing to like me, Flint. Let me know. Okay. Let me know. Right. So a uh, a new person has taken over part of the city of which you're occupying, and they're having a tournament yeah. where you can have almost like a raid-style event where you're taking on swarms of enemies in a arena that was designed for what was once gladiators. So, uh, but it's nothing like the DLC that was done in Dying Light 1. Right, so you're saying it's legally distinct from the last... Absolutely. Right, the best, Absolutely. Kind, the best kind of distinct. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if, if history repeats itself, then we got Dying Light the following, which was a amazing that was upgrade, a lot where you fun. started having go-karts. It was basically like an additional whole fucking map the size of the previous game. It was chef's kiss glorious. So maybe they could turn it around, but we'll talk about this off mic. Let's talk about it now. Let's bring it back, Miles. You were talking about um, Dead Island 2. Uh, being released at a pretty uh, precarious time. Um, and this isn't, I was joking about this with the guys, of releasing Sonic Frontiers is actually a fucking baller move to do that at the same time as God of War Ragnarok. Because anyone who doesn't want to play God of War but kind of has the inkling to want to buy a new game because they've got that FOMO because other people are putting about buying a game, they're going to go over to that Sonic Frontiers, baby. That's going to get some money as a result of this. I don't think that's the same for Dead Island. What's coming out around the same time as Dead Island 2, Moles? Well, for me personally, I've got God of War Ragnarok. That's going to keep me busy for a while. A damn good while. Uh, and then pushing into the new year, 
we're going to have Resident Evil 4. Yeah, Calypso Protocol, mm. uh, Dead Space Dead remake. Dead Space remake, yeah. You've... And quite frankly, I don't know if I'm going to have time. Quite frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah, I, and that's the thing, right? Like, if... If Dead Island 2, which I know we joked about it, but actually it looks no different to the thing that they promised us back in 2013 when they'd done the original trailer for it. And if you're comparing this to what the, the similar folks have done over with Dying Light, which is it's basically the same game, just a slightly different location. Like it's really like it's good luck to you. That's all I'm going to say. Um, however, there is this kind of thing in our heads that we're all saying of, I'll look forward to playing that when it's on sale in six months' time because it's not done the sales it's probably <laughs> needed to. Um, harsh, but but probably true. The thing is, it's, an out, it's out in February. I think it's the 10th or the 11th, something like that. So the second week of February. And then Resident Evil 4 is out at the end of March. So I'm just going to save my pennies. Oh, mate, so. Resident Evil 4 all yeah. the way. The only thing is, is that I was also... Um, yeah. Uh, in my Resident Evil minds, October for me is Resident Evil month. I, I play the shit out of as many of them as possible. I replayed Resident Evil 3 again because I didn't actually replay the PS5 update version. Uh, I done Resident Evil 2, Moles done Resident Evil 3 when uh, the updates come so we could talk about it. And Moles at the time, I remember you telling me, dude, this on PS5 is fucking gorgeous. And I was like, yeah, so is Resident Evil 2. It's pretty good. But seriously, I concur with you. Resident Evil 3 is top tier on the PS5 with ray tracing everywhere. It just looks so, so good. Now, if you make... What's our number one complaint about Resident Evil 3? What's the biggest complaint about Resident Evil 3? Yes, pretty enough. sure. Yeah. They, they also cut a lot of the classic scenes from that. Mm. However, you could make a trailer from Resident Evil 3 that would suggest all those locations are still there. There's the clock tower... It's just in the background when you're fighting a boss. There's uh, You are near parts of a graveyard that could look like the graveyard uh, that they cut from the original game. You do go to the police station, but not as Jill, as Carlos. You could make a trailer that suggests you go to all those places, but you don't actually do, and it's not anything meaningful. Now, I'm starting to get scared do that they've me. done that don't do I this think to they me. Might have, oh, they better not have fucking done this to Resident Evil 4. <laughs> they, said, they have said, they have said it's like the original. Don't They've said we've got to go back to all locations. Yeah, Heming's literally don't rocking back to Holy shit, it's right. You actually could easily make a trailer of Resident Evil 3 footage to make it look like. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying after that. So anyway, let's talk about some, some good looking backgrounds. Yeah, some fucking yeah. great looking backgrounds. Uh, let's talk about something really positive. On the PlayStation blog, they announced the price point of PSVR 2. <laughs> <laughs> So, Hemming, it's Hemming, you, you've seen the price. So, how much is this? Are we talking, what, 150 No, 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 no. Higher or lower? Uh, well, I mean, it's, so it's, price is right. it's going to oh. be higher, I'm afraid, than that, I think. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, I mean, God, I mean, how much was the original PS uh, VR? Was that was about 300 I, I think? I think it was about 350 odd yeah. Okay, so yeah. it must be around that price. Yeah, that would, that would be a good price point. I mean, a little bit steep in this day and age but no yeah. no no it's yeah. it's, economy. it's you, you, you gotta you gotta you gotta go up okay okay well i remember buying my ps4 uh, ps5 even yeah. uh, for around the 350 mark mm. i think it was that i can't remember mm. now i like that i had to buy a bundle so mm. please don't judge me people the, the, the digital mm. hold on, digital ones when they were released when they were released because everything's gone up now ah. I remember was yeah yeah and I think it was an extra hundred quid. Yeah, it was, it was, ah, about, it was okay. about 450. No, it was 450. Yeah, yeah, it was 450. about 450. Okay, 450. okay. Yeah. Right, so uh, uh, maybe it's around that price. Actually, point? yeah, yeah. It's, it's 450 pounds 
Oh no! Sorry, sorry. I've, I've misread. It's 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 five five hundred and thirty quid. Five hundred and thirty fucking pounds. Five hundred for a game where we don't know the full list of games. We know it's... like two games. It's got Horizon on it, and um... Horizon fart into the fucking wind like i'm not playing i'm not paying 500 pound just uh, although sad that if they announced the resident evil exclusive <laughs> it might be it might be yeah, I'm like, fuck's did, sake sorry kids did, no christmas if they did a dead aim i mean if they did a dead aim remake you'll be like <laughs> i would yeah i would they've got me they got they fucking know what me. else um, have they announced for this this headset no so they, they, they have ridiculous. announced a bunch of vr games however the vr games are not there's only a handful now this is the difference kids boys and girls listen up this is the difference there's not many exclusives to psvr2 there's only about two or three and hemming's already oh, said half right. of them there <laughs> the rest of the catalog are games that are already available on other headsets on your on your sorry Meta? I was going to say Oculus. You can't call it Oculus anymore. You got to call it Meta. And judging by the break they're set, they're laying off people. It might just be called an ME. Um, but the point is, is that the Meta Quest Two, uh, which is the budget version of a VR headset, not to mention the PlayStation VR games themselves. Actually, uh, there's a lot of cross compatibility of them on the PlayStation VR. So you're starting to really struggle to find a compelling reason to pay £500 uh, to get this apparatus. And that's what it is. It's a fucking apparatus. You need to... The, the cost of entry isn't just buying the headset and the games. You also need to buy a PS5 for this thing to fucking work off of. So you're looking at a thousand bones to play a handful of exclusive games. Sony, I love you, baby, but what are you doing to me? This is just... It's just absolute nonsense. I was reading some of the games that are announced for it. And you've got Resident Evil Village. I mean, yeah, okay, cool. A game, a game, a game that Flint, Flint has played, played to death. death yeah, already. you've got the Horizon game <laughs> that I mentioned. Not anymore of that village. <laughs> no Man's Sky, the game that keeps on giving. Um, but there's already a VR mode you can play on PlayStation VR. Yeah, it's just going to be a slightly enhanced version of that. Uh, there's the Dark Pictures Switchback VR now. This, that's the dark pictures is the people that made until dawn and ha, man and madame man and madame and house of ashes and all that they made a vr game that was an on rails shooter where you're in like a car in a creepy uh sort of fun house scenario this is uh, a game where you're in a go-kart on a weird little creepy fun house thing where you're just shooting at stuff so they've just made the same game again and reskinned it for vr2 you can't even fucking get beat saber on this fucking thing not yet <sighs> Motherfucker! Done. No, I'm out. Done. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. I said. I, I I said it in the previous pod. He's these VR apparatus, as you call them. Therefore, rich people with too much money on their hands. No, but this is this is and seriously now. dedicated. And I, I thought it would probably be the same cost as PS5. So I'm talking, you know, the three between the three fifty and four fifty mark. That's what I was thinking. Nah, it's whacking extra here. But even at three fifty, it's stupidly what? priced. You're talking yeah. over a thousand pounds here to be able to play on these games, and that's before you even bought the games. You're talking a thousand yeah. quid. You've had to lay down to buy the headset, the controllers, the PS5. Uh, it it makes me angry to be honest. It's, it's like, just give up. Just, don't, just you're better off not doing it than this. 
Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I don't know why we're getting so passionate about I'm something. so annoyed. And we hate the <laughs> it's just, I'm just annoyed for consumers. Like, yeah. It's a bit like when 3D TVs come out. Oh, man. All the way. <laughs> I got my glasses. Away. Yeah, sit there and you have funny little glasses. Sorry, um, friend. I don't have a spare pair of glasses. You'll have like to imagine what couple, VR looks like. like. <laughs> yeah. I was around for, what, a couple of years? And then it all just went. Went yeah. to pot. Yeah. Come bother with that. Anymore. Just another fad. Yeah. I have the feeling we'll have some old guy out in front of a store shouting at people buying like reduced versions of PSVR, just going, who wants to look like a wanker sitting there, stupid face gear on while you're trying to enjoy your media? And 20 years prior to that, he was also out in front of Curry shouting at people with 3D TVs. To be fair, that old guy was right. (laughs) It's probably the same guy that was shouting about HD DVDs. Okay, let's let's put the plus points on it. So Sony have obviously done a lot of R&D in this. They've invested heavily in this. The technology is fantastic. Yeah, haptics. You've got to have your haptics. Haptics, eye tracking. 3D audio. It's it's all top-tier stuff. But it's such a premium product for the home gamer. It, that's what the price is so high. They've got to recoup some of To be honest, if you think some of the uses elsewhere, if you think of like PSVR, if they could hook that technology into, I don't know, say the med- medical and medicine. Yeah, well, that's what happened with the Connect, right? Know, the Connect ended up being fantastic in sterile yeah. environments. There we go. But I'm thinking, you know, if you've got you know, body scans or something, or if you want to teach people, like what? people look like on the inside you'll you know put their head goggles on and miniaturize themselves in a 3d world of the body all that lovely stuff Instead of being a control Fantastic be gloves and teach people sign language like, there could be lots and, of cool stuff you could yeah. do with this stuff yeah i agreed fantastic technology but for the home gamer i think it lives and dies by its game catalog right and I don't see enough to warrant someone to want to go stick a thousand bones down to make it happen. Now, I know you've got to start somewhere, right? Clearly, we're not the target audience. We don't have a spare thousand pounds to spend on this kind of thing. Mm. And there's not one particular game or moment or franchise to go, holy shit, here's my thousand bones, please. I'm going to go be in my living room pretending I'm in that world. Like, it's, I get it's a chicken and egg thing, but... You're going about it the wrong way. And if you think how big they went on VR in the first generation of VR, they went big, man. They like, did. It was yeah, like, yeah, this is it. part of the family. This is part of the PlayStation, PlayStation VR. By the fact that they've not really gone big on this, but they expect people to go big with their wallets on this, like it's, it feels like a recipe for failure. It's and, and like you say, it does live and die on its games. And I have very few VR games have looked more than just a tech demo. I have yet to see a VR game where I've gone, wow, I need to play this. This looks incredible. And even if there was one of those, one is not enough to drop a thousand quid on. Like, it's it's not going to get people investing in it to make the games that are going to make it worthwhile because no one's going to be able to afford to buy the equipment to play the games. It's a weird situation that's just just never, I, I can't see it kicking off. I really can't. And there's also cheaper alternatives should you want to get into this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm actually really tempted because I was I was my finger was on the pulse for maybe getting an Oculus Rift two because it doesn't require uh, another machine to play off of. It's got an extensive games library now, and uh, you know me, Resident Evil four in VR. 
on that sounds dope as hell. Um, but I was like, no, I'll wait and see what's going to go on in the VR uh, PSVR two space because maybe it's going to be dope as hell. There is, and I'm, 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 I was tempted, but that price point, like, no way, mate. Like that's, yeah. Sorry, kids, no holiday this year, but don't worry, daddy can watch Beat Saber and stare down Lady D's dress. Like that's not <laughs> going to be enough to bloody keep them happy, is it? Yeah. Sorry, you're hungry, kids, but watch dad dance around like a twat in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't need that. We just had to give him gin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, fair play to your moles to give us some positives over that. Um, But, uh, yeah, not necessarily uh, the greatest news we want to hear off of that. Um, Hemming, Mm. uh, you stuck it in our group just before. uh, It's just been dropped like it's been hot. The new game's coming on PSN uh, for November. Do you want to enlighten us over what's coming our way? Yeah, absolutely. So they've announced that these are for the uh, PS Extra tier, so the games that Moles is going to likely be playing in the coming months. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So they've announced that the game that you probably already own about a billion copies of, Skyrim, is going to be available to play. Hooray! It's the mod version, I ain't it? So you've not yeah. bought the ultimate version. Well, it's not the ultimate version. It's the special version, which is different to the anniversary uh, uh, version. Yeah, we got confused like this. This is basically the HD yes. version. Think of it like so that. So they released a special edition. Then they released the anniversary edition, which was an upgrade to the... It's, it's nonsense. Um, but Ubisoft, after they completely emptied their cupboard of Assassin's Creed games, have decided that now it's time to open up the draw marked Tom Clancy. Ah, let's yeah, well, just actually, they've got him trapped in a cellar somewhere <laughs> just to churn out more games to put his name to, haven't they? they? Basically have at Clancy. this point. Um, so Rainbow Six Siege will be coming. I never really got into that game, but it's got a massive community. I never got into any of these Rainbow Six games. No. Like, I know it's got a massive following and, 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 and you know, good, good for you people, but... Tell me why I should care about these games, Hemi. I, I can't. I haven't. <laughs> I've got nothing. I just know they're big you know in what? esports. Okay. You know what? I'm calling you out, Rainbow Six community. I'm putting you on blast. Tell me why your crappy franchise should be warranted. I'm joking. Please don't come after me. <laughs> Please don't. Um, there's also The Division 2, which I played through back when it came out. It's, Is it divisive? It's, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, and Ghost Recon Breakpoint which I know nothing about, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, it seems to be like they made this generic franchise that's like all their other generic franchises shooters. Yeah, come after me, Ghost Recon community. I, I believe that those the new Ghost Recon stuff are kind of open-world games that are basically the Division, but not inside a single city. That's all I know about them. Um, but the other games series that they've decided to drop the entire series onto the onto the system is Kingdom Hearts. So they've got the Ooh. Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5 remix, which, ah, deep breath, here we go. Ah, it's got Kingdom <laughs> Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days, Kingdom Hearts uh, 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue, which contains Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, and then there's Kingdom Hearts 3, and Kingdom Hearts Memory of Melody, which is the rhythm game spin-off that probably nobody really knew existed. So, yeah. And a cuddly toy! Hey! <laughs> oh god their naming convention is stupid oh and they went for that whole fucking remix 1.5 and it's basically just yeah. it's the same game just they added an extra post credits and, and stuff they like they added the the other games to it so you can play the spin-off ds games but remastered um 
Oh, the naming convention. Yeah, they're, they're really bad. Yeah, basically, there's three oh, games with lots of little versions in between. Yes. Yeah. I mean, basically, what they're what they're doing here is like they do with Street Fighter, <laughs> the Street Fighter Ultimate Championship. They have they Mega. have learned oh, like, Ultra. It's the Ultimate Street Fighter European Extreme Hard Mode Edition. It's like, come on. Stop it. So there's there's Stop there's a it. few other additional games. I won't go through the main the main one of those that sticks out is Odd World Odd World Soulstorm, which is the sequel nice. to Abe's Abe's Odyssey. Yes. Um, but then in the premium tier, so you know the tier where you get premium the classic dude. games, it's a Ratchet and Clank month because it was the Ratchet and Clank 20th anniversary recently, and they said Ooh. that they're going to drop one, two, three. Uh, Tools of Destruction and Deadlocked will all be on the PS Premium tier, but you got to stream them because it's those PS3 games, so they'll be I awful. Even though uh, they make well, HD versions of them that you could probably stream nicely, no, these are just the PS3 versions. Let's rewind back for a minute and talk about Kingdom Hearts because mm. it's uh, whether you, you know, dread it, run from it. Kingdom Hearts has a fandom nonetheless, and let's uh, yeah, let's give it give it some props. I've on paper, it's incredible, okay? Final Fantasy characters with Disney characters. And by the way, Disney purchased a lot of franchises over the course of these games, so it gets better and better and better. Um, in a Final Fantasy-style game with a narrative which is very complex and intertwining and spanning across multiple games. And nonsense. Um, and a lot of nonsense. <laughs> they should call it. They should call it. Uh, they should call it. What's it called? Kingdom nonsense. Hey, hey oh, <laughs> I'm a hard. I am. <laughs> you can, that's why you paid the big bucks, Blid. Uh, but it never really clicked for me. I'd only. I don't. I, I really want it. You know, when you like, you want to like something so much, you force yourself to stick with it and you persevere, even though it makes you sick to your stomach. Sorry, I was talking about marriage. Um, <laughs> Happy birthday, Molly. Uh, uh, <laughs> here's my wife's birthday today. <laughs> and, and one of my children. <laughs> uh, but I should point out, before anyone judges me, she is currently, she's had lots of wine today and lots of presents, and she is currently enjoying her favourite TV show, and I have got literally eight more minutes on this podcast before I have to finish. Um, so <laughs> we won't be doing the world today, spoiler alert. Um, but anyway, joking aside, I never really got on with um, this franchise, regardless of how much I tried. What about yourself, Heming? I loved the first two games. So Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom right. Hearts 2 were, they were great. I really, really enjoyed them a lot. Like you say, that mix, I was a huge Final Fantasy fan. I love Disney. Everyone loves Disney. And... I thought that they mixed it really well, and it wasn't overly stupid at that point. But then it got really stupid. And basically every spin-off game that came out just got more and more stupid and ridiculous. And Dream Drop Distance, I actually have, like, I, I got an issue with that game. That game broke my tooth. Yeah, yeah, technically it's my fault. Yeah, you shouldn't actually hold the little... Uh, DS stylus thing with the little ridge on it inside your teeth. Yeah, I understand that. And it's my fault that I sneezed and it ripped out part of my front tooth. That's my fault. I accept that, but it's the game's fault. I was playing the game at the time and it made me use that stylus. Therefore, I blame the game. Zora. I blame the game. Tooth breaking bitch. Son of a bitch. Sorry. Uh, what, I mean, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> uh, first and second you liked, third one didn't get on with Yeah, it. there you go, basically. Yeah. 
it was the because I I actually I actually bought Kingdom Hearts three because I was for some reason under the impression that this is going to be a window into what Final Fantasy seven remake was going to be like because a lot of people that worked on the battle system were then going to work on Final Fantasy seven so I was just like, okay I kind of like the first two although I never really got into them and it's just not what you know, it's just not for me and I was just like. This sucks because I really want to enjoy this franchise. But now that we have the entire collection available at our fingertips, maybe it's worth dabbling back into. I'll tell you the one thing I couldn't get on with the original ones, though, Heming, mm. the gummy ship. Oh, yeah, that was just a, a bit of a mess. They That's should a bit have, wank, weren't it? They should have made it a little bit simpler. But the fact is, you had this really sort of oddly complex way of building it a gummy ship. jank as well. And then every time you travel between a world, you've got this janky shooter. Uh, yeah, it was it was a bit crap. But some, I'm sure some people love it, but no, no. No, it's got a massive fan base out there, um, and, and all power to you. Mm. Your beloved franchise is deemed uh, to be a freebie on a platform now. <laughs> will, uh, will sure. Star Wars be in Kingdom Hearts 4? That's the big one, I guess. I mean, yeah, okay, what I want. I want Marvel, I want Star Wars, I want all of the things on here. And basically, I want to be able to turn on Disney Plus and go, there's Kingdom Hearts, it's all together. Miles, did you ever get into Kingdom Hearts? I played the first one, um, which was kind of like a stopgap because there was no Final Fantasy game. <laughs> that is true. That, that is true. Final Fantasy. Fantasy. <laughs> get that one in. Um, and then I didn't really play the second one. I think my brother had the second one, but I didn't really play it. Um, I don't know, probably at uni at the time. Yeah. I mean, it, they it literally was, yeah. need to cover everything. Because you'll sit there and go, now, I'd play it if they'd done like a really good jungle book level. No, it's a jungle book level. All right, all right, fair enough. I'd play it if there was like a Peter Pan thing. No, there's a Peter Pan. Like they, they really did go through everyone. And they started in the third one, they started incorporating the more modern stuff. So, because Disney went through a whole resurgence of animation, uh, films like Moana, Tangled, these characters all start appearing in the game and so it's like it's not like they didn't use the toy chest it's just obviously there's no i don't think i never actually completed the third one there is no marvel and star wars in there, i've there, i've there. not completed it but i'm pretty certain they're not in it or i would have i think seen we would know i think like we would know yeah it'll yeah. be like everyone would be there'd be a meme of donald yeah. duck fighting against darth vader at some point we'd have seen that <laughs> oh my god who would win Ooh, i mean donald knows vader magic. all the fucking way man let's fucking bullshit vader fucking <laughs> vader's got magic he's got the fourth bit that's true he'll fucking that turn him, he'll cook that duck yep. um <laughs> but uh but yeah anyway yeah, it's, it's going to be available on the platform so so why not yeah. um and if not two million of you will churn off anyway <laughs> <laughs> no so that is that was all the games that were announced there i do i do have one more thing before we run away for the evening a bit of news that I saw before the pod started, so I'm afraid I haven't had time to uh, fill you all in on oh, this. Oh, good, good. Live. Live in. news. FIFA. So they, obviously, the license was with Up EA. Name. And it's now gone. FIFA have announced their first games that are being released under their banner since the EA license has gone. Are you prepared for this? Yeah. Is, there, is there someone on top of a building right now playing the Lion King thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid not, because it is... They've announced new games, all featuring Web 3.0 blockchain technology. Oh, no. All World Cup Qatar tie-ins. Do you want me to give you a little synopsis of them? Here we go. Uh, Gaming and esports are big, blah, blah, blah. The first game, uh, AI League. 
is a four-on-four casual game where AI-controlled characters are interacted with by player input at fun and tactical moments. Oh, I can't wait for for, for that one. Uh, what? So I'm not even watching a person. Hold on, anymore. you've got you've got like quick time. I, I have ball. no idea. That sounds absolutely. You know when you shite. go to an arcade and you've got no money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you just have to watch a shitty demo saying insert coin. Yeah, yeah but this this will also... That's what they've built. Yeah, yeah, but it's also going to give you digital and physical prizes and four unique collectibles, which will then become your playable characters. That, oh, no, sorry, Hemming. your AI characters. Yeah. Hemming. Yeah. They have one of the most successful game franchises ever. Yeah. Generates millions, if not billions of pounds a year. Yeah, but, they, yeah, but EA, they wanted more money from EA. Yeah, I know, but still, just not call it not call it FIFA. Just call it World Football Eleven. Oh no, EA are doing that. EA are still making yeah. football games, but yeah. FIFA themselves have said they're going to make better oh, this football is what FIFA games. Are doing. Okay, this is what okay, FIFA so are doing. At the very least, at the very least, <laughs> EA are still continuing. Yes, their shit yes, 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 yes. There right. will still, still be football, a football FIFA. Games are still the same. This is in like this is in inverted commas. There will be a FIFA game next year. It just won't be called. Oh, that. couldn't have happened to a EA, couldn't have happened to EA, a better EA company football. then. Hope it fucking Yeah, fails. these are the absolute bullshit games that FIFA themselves are putting out. Or at least no licensing studio, but themselves. Who's the studio out. doing it? For oh my god! Uh, altered state. Altered state. How do you sleep Where at night? Never heard of them. Where are they based? Right. What about the? Oh, I haven't got to the other ones yet. The second one. Isle of Money with many beautiful women. <laughs> the the second game is FIFA World Cup in Upland Metaverse, which is a collaboration with the Upland Metaverse, a blockchain place where players buy and sell properties. Yeah, this is all absolute so corrupt, shit. One of the most corrupt sporting organisations has now made yeah. a very uh, sa- uh, pyramid scheme, blockchain, AI-driven bullshit slash um, NFT piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all, they're all, they're all in on this nonsense. Oh, you described it, and I instantly thought Monopoly. <laughs> okay, there you go. Buying Brian property, but then I, I realised, yeah. I can't okay. wait to see two celebrities on a chat show holding up their pictures of their squads it's gonna that be. are worth like millions of pounds, and then being them worth literally ten cents six months later. Yeah, it's going to be absolute nonsense. There are another two. I'm I'm not even going to waste your time by telling you what they are, but trust me, they're just going to be nonsense. One of them does mention about you can earn NFTs of famous World Cup moments. Great. Well, Logan Paul, have at it, mate. Yeah, uh, but all I'll, I'll leave you with this. This is the quote from FIFA president Gianni Infantino, who insisted that only games that carry the official FIFA license will be credible to football fans. Here's the quote. I can assure you the only authentic, real game that has the FIFA name will be the best one for gamers and football fans. So enjoy, enjoy your shit. Yeah, yeah, fucking hell. Um, well... On that, we might as well leave it and then hear Mikey's thoughts when he's back in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, if you've enjoyed what you've listened to, please click on that like, follow, subscribe, whatever button it is that you get more content from Grey Fox Plays Games. I'd like to take a moment to fake my co-host. I'll start off with a man who, when he turns up 10 minutes late to school, the school apologises for being early, Jonathan Moles. Thank you very much and good evening. And a man who accepts terms under his own conditions. If you want to hear the joke, I can't remember it. I said it at the start. Alex Hemming. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you so much. 
I have been your host, Adam Flint. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Flint. Uh, next time we'll be speaking to someone very special. Uh, we'll announce that on Twitter and also we'll have Mikey back as well. So until next time. Mm-hmm.